Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 19 of Just a Couple Thoughts. Welcome back. And this is shortly after our last recording, so we have no recap for today. Mm -hmm. So, but the reason why I wanted to do this kind of shortly after is because around now, we are going to get the new Pokemon game. Yeah, it'll have uh, been out for maybe about a week or so. Yeah, a week, two weeks before we... Actually upload this. And the reason for that is because I want to make this kind of like a before and after thing. Mm-hmm. So I want to get our impressions going in before we actually get the game. Mm-hmm. And after we get the game. So, but when we actually get the game, Sarah's going to be playing a lot more of it than I am. I have other things, other games to play and other obligations with other games. So, mm-hmm. um, but I wanted to get into uh, what are our thoughts on this new region and a new Pokemon and a new drama, I guess. I mean, it'll be old news by then. Yeah, it would be old news by then, but I kind of, I kind of want to get uh, our feelings before going in, and then after a couple of weeks, what we think about the game. Basically, mm. I don't want us to just go like, "Oh, we had the game for like a day, and here's our thoughts," or like we haven't even touched the game, and here's our thoughts. Yeah. Or like, um. We are the game for a while, but you have no baseline of what we were expecting going in. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of want to do this before and after thing. Okay. So first of all, are you excited for the new region? Yeah, I'm excited. Sure. You excited? Well, how excited are you for this new region compared to the other games? Mm. Yeah. 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 I I feel like I'm ex- as excited for this region as I was for like Sun and Moon. Yeah, probably like Sun and Moon. Like, it was just like, oh, cool, new region. And they were just like, I wonder what they're going to do with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like, is that around, like, your excitement level for it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I was a little bit more excited about uh, Sun and Moon when it came out. I don't know, for this one, I'm like, I'm not too excited about the region, mm-hmm. per se. I'm, like, more excited about, like... Just the new things that they're gonna do, because mm-hmm. um, I'm because it's Pokemon is Pokemon, so it's gonna be the same thing, right? Yeah, nothing's gonna change, really. Yeah. So I'm, and it's fine that way. Like I, I'm pretty satisfied by how the gameplay of Pokemon has been for the past couple games. Mm-hmm. Like ever since probably Gen four or five, I've been pretty satisfied by how like the balance has been, mm. right? Maybe not like meta wise, because there are some been some meta-breaking Pokemon like Landorus, uh, Garchomp in uh, Gen 5, oh, the Weather Wars that was in Gen 5 that came back for the Weather Wars for the VGCs in Gen 7. But mm-hmm. that's that's besides the point, right? That, that's like and that's like meta stuff that people most people don't care about. But like in terms of like the games themselves, like I've been pretty satisfied by how the games have been balanced. Like I've talked about this before, how I feel like the balance of the game it's kind of broken for the first early games. Mm-hmm. And they kind of found like a decent balance back in like uh, Gen 4, Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Unova is probably the best version of that uh, balance, especially mm-hmm. with the difficult system in Gen 4. And you know, the games have just been getting easier. It's not that much of an issue to me because it mm-hmm. feels, it's always felt easy to me. It's all, it has always been like a kid's game to me. But that's half because I'm more, I don't want to say like I'm more knowledgeable about the game. Like, you guys don't know anything about Pokemon, really. 
it's, it's more about I know more about the meta stuff what moves are actually good and like what can be used in like strategies because I actually play competitively as mm-hmm. opposed to like the casual player mm-hmm. so it's always been like this super easy game for me it's never been like hard <laughs> mm. I don't know what, what about what about you like is is there anything about this game that like um I mean I've been trying to stay like spoiler free mm-hmm. for the most part I mean so but you had some right um kind of maybe not any major ones like I would most spoilers I believe I don't know how many are there but because I kind of avoided the drama that's come up which we will get to I guess um I avoided most of the spoilers like I saw the only Pokemon that I've seen is from the official trailers mm-hmm. like that's it like um, same year like the very early official trailer like the, I think the latest official Pokemon I've seen was um that the bird Pokemon does like mirror has a mirror ability um like it's it's a really dark um uh Corviknight yeah, or Corviknight, something yeah Corviknight yeah that was the only that was the last Pokemon I saw um that was announced in this game like I've been pretty spoiler free yeah I'm, I just want to be surprised mm-hmm. um because for a lot of Pokemon games nowadays it's like it's not a like for X and Y it was like I was pretty into the spoilers like I wanted to know mm-hmm. what was happening and the all that stuff but yeah I really I realized that that kind of um it didn't like devalue my experience mm-hmm. but it made me a whole lot less excited for the game when it came out because it's like oh well, I already know there's mm-hmm. only like it well, was only XY like 80 was, Pokemon. Yeah, right? XY was a different situation because there was so few Pokemon on that one. Yeah, yeah. But I, but what I'm saying is like, you know, it's like kind of like the same thing mm-hmm. for me. It's it that I just don't want to be spoiled by by me being curious you know mm-hmm. i don't want that to like like affect my <laughs> me playing the game yeah in like a negative way yeah so i guess to go into the drama now because i f- i feel like that's kind of important going into this game like what mm-hmm. our thoughts are on about the drama so we we talked about this before briefly and we talked about our opinions about pokemon we're not going to go too deep on that now that the game is about to come out what do you think about let's go in a chronological order what do you think about the whole like national dex thing i'm torn on it mm. i think if if game freak really couldn't do all of the pokemon like for some reason like that because mm. that's like 800 pokemon that over over 800 yeah it's a lot of pokemon almost a thousand pokemon mm-hmm. like that's a lot of pokemon to put in your game yeah and to make individual like models, models for, for again which i whatever <laughs> at the like at the same time like i get cutting some pokemon right mm-hmm. but i don't get the co- pokemon that they cut yeah like a lot of the pokemon that they left in i'm like why, why? And, and some of the pokemon they cut is like why yeah like, like i'm surprised they didn't just straight up cut all the starters i'm surprised they actually kept charizard in mm. honestly like, I honestly thought they were just going to cut every single starter and just let the color stars just shine for a bit. Yeah. But uh, I'm surprised they actually left Star- Charizard in. I'm, I'm surprised and not surprised because Charizard is a moneymaker for some reason. Mm-hmm. But I I just think for consistency's sake, they should have just cut every single starter. My friend was saying, um, she's like, oh, 
since they're in like the UK, there's like dragons and stuff, right? So they should put in like so Dragonite's gonna be in the game, right? Is it? <laughs> and it's not. It's not. I don't, I don't know why dragons had to be in there. Because it's like a European thing. I mean, I I guess Dragonite is like a European dragon, but shouldn't, shouldn't that be like applied for every Japanese base area then? Shouldn't Kanto had a lot more dragons then? I don't know. It's just well, no. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. Kanto. The, I mean, Dragonite is from Kanto, but I'm I'm saying. But, but Dragonite in particular is a European dragon. Yeah, but what I'm saying yeah. is that because it's from Europe mm. and we're in the UK, mm. why is there no Dragonite? Right. If you're gonna cut all the Pokemon, why cut Pokemon that look like they should be, be there? there? You know, I, what I, mean? I guess so. Like Swana's not there. Mm -hmm. And if you're gonna do like some kind of like, if you're gonna do something where um it's environment based, right? Because mm -hmm. that's the point, right? Yeah. Is that they want you to go into these open worlds, mm -hmm. um and explore? Why put Pokemon that nobody wants there? Yeah. Or that doesn't really like look like they belong there. Yeah. Oh, for me, it's like the natural decks thing has been overblown personally for me. I I I understand like people's complaint about it, like uh, we talked about before, but you don't need every single Pokemon to have a Pokemon game. I agree. Yeah, like Ruby didn't have most of the Pokemon from Gen One and Two, Ruby and Sapphire. Mm -hmm. But it was still a fine Pokemon game. When X and Y came out, um, you couldn't get any of the Pokemon for a while until the Pokebank came out. You had to pay for the Pokebank in order to transfer your Pokemon over. Mm. And um, I, I don't think we got nearly as much drama for that. Mm. Like, I get, like, oh, we cut so much Pokemon and they said they're not gonna uh, have the Pokemon over. But... I think as a game, it's going to be fine. And people are over-exaggerating just the quote-unquote damage mm -hmm. that ha not having every single Pokemon in there is. Like, okay, when I look at the list, right? Mm -hmm. The majority of Pokemon in red for me are the legendaries. The legendaries, the the mythicals, and like the pseudo-legendaries. Those are the majority of Pokemon in the red. I don't think it, like a single one made it through. I have to double-check the list. So to me... uh. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Right? Mm -hmm. At least at least from a competitive standpoint, like that that makes sense for me because a lot of those legendaries kind of break the meta. And as a gameplay standpoint, I never needed those in order to enjoy a Pokemon game. Mm -hmm. Right? Like when I played the original games, I don't think I bothered catching the legendary birds ever. So yeah, I know you look at me weird. That sounds that doesn't sound like something I would do. But because I was a kid, like, um, I only want to focus on like the team I had at the time. Mm -hmm. So it was just me, my Pikachu, my Pidgeot, my Nidoqueen, <laughs> my Mankey. You remember your, you had a Mankey? You didn't have a primate? Oh, sorry, my primate. Yeah. My, uh, <laughs> so you kept your Mankey the entire <laughs> game. I kept my Butterfree to the end. Like, yeah. Like I kept all those Pokemon to the end and I never bothered catching any of the legendaries. I didn't know Mewtwo existed until way later, mm. right? So, like, to me, not having those particular Pokemon or literally any of the Pokemon they cut, not having them in there doesn't change the quality of the game for me, even though they cut a lot of my favorites. Mm -hmm. 
even though they didn't cut my favorite whimsicott <laughs> my boys in the game but uh even though they cut a lot of my favorites like i don't care that much mm. right they, 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 they cut a lot of like the starters like i love a lot of the starters mm-hmm. um like blazing is super cool i i love swampert i think all of the hoenn pokemon are pretty well like the hoenn starters are really cool yeah they're like the three like wow those are really cool infernape's really cool like, infernape's really cool um uh, <laughs> it's like empoleon is cool empoleon is cool yeah like i like Torterra's kind of geese <laughs> he's like turtle yeah like <laughs> like i'm not, i'm gonna like somewhat miss him but mm-hmm. i don't think i needed them in order to enjoy the game like i never hadn't had them in x and y and i enjoyed that game fine i never had these pokemon in like uh, ultra sun and moon mm-hmm. and now it's fine i i feel like people are, are overvaluing the the fact that catching all the pokemon mm-hmm. is a thing they're kind of overvaluing that as being a a thing that's like how good the game is mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah like no okay, like name one person who caught every single pokemon before they actually beat the game it's impossible mm-hmm. right um like literally impossible but you beat the game by that point you enjoyed your journey to the end of the game without catching all the Pokemon. So what's the difference, really? Maybe, I mean, maybe some people play it just to catch the Pokemon and they don't play it to enjoy the game, you know? I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, people, maybe some people, like, actually just straight up catch all the Pokemon. Yeah, and they don't care about the story. And they don't care about the story or the experience of getting to the Elite Four and being the champion or actually getting to the credits i guess yeah but to me that just means that this game isn't for you mm-hmm. so you should like okay i think the main complaint i have about all the criticism is that you should just say your piece about like the criticism about the game and not harass people and just leave it at that mm-hmm. just don't buy the game let the sales speak for itself yeah right they just like like, if you're really bothered about, like, not having all the Pokemon, be like, I don't like that I don't have a lot of Pokemon. So say your piece. Yeah. Yeah, say your piece. Put it on social media so people can see it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And don't buy the game. Yeah. Don't, like, revolve your life around it, I guess. Or, like, try to start a movement. Yeah. Because the fact that you're trying to start a movement, I don't think changes much. I think... <laughs> I think it has the adverse effect. Yeah, because like we've gotten reports that like it really demoralized the game free team. Mm-hmm. Uh, which like I guess in a way like some people might be might want that because if they actually if they speak to piece and like harass not necessarily harass them but it kind of makes it so their voice is heard mm-hmm. that um they would change it for the next game. Mm-hmm. But to me. I think the sales will speak better, right? Yeah. So, so I I said this about a lot of the Pokemon games whenever they get released, but whenever a new Pokemon gen releases, they usually sell about over like ten million, mm-hmm. right? I think that's how much it was. Uh, actually, you know, so I looked it up, mm-hmm. and literally every time there's a new gen release, they sell at least fifteen million in their first year, mm-hmm. right? Which is like, okay, that makes sense. 
So if this game sells less than that, I feel like that's more of your voice being heard. Yeah. The Game Freak let people cancel their order. So you really want to let your voice be heard, just cancel your order. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fact that people are like trying to <laughs> make such a big deal about it is what's bothering me about it. Not so much because I avoided most of the drama. Mm-hmm. But I think they're just over-exaggerating just how much it matters to a Pokemon game. Yeah. Because I, I don't think it matters that much not having the national decks. Me personally. Mm-hmm. I know to some people that's like, that is, but I honestly think they're in a majority. I don't have any studies for this, but let's just say it's an educated guess. You mean they're in the minority? Oh, yeah, they're in the minority, minority? sorry. Minority? Yeah, the, the, the people who buy all the games, uh, not buy, who catch all the Pokemon are in the minority. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, um, uh, that's, an, that's an educated guess on my side, but I feel pretty confident in that. Um... Like, I'll be surprised if this game sells less than 10 million at least, right? If it says less, if it sells less than 10 million, I think that's really what's being heard, mm-hmm. right? Because kids are still going to want to play this game. Yeah, shit ton of kids are going to still want to play yeah. this game. So it's not just like, you know, adults who mm-hmm. grew up with Pokemon, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's a game aimed towards children, children you know? Yeah. If it's easy, then... That's how it always has been. Yeah. You should kind of expect it. Yeah. See, when people talk about how like Pokemon's super easy these days, I think they have this kind of like rose-tinted glasses about how easy the old game was. You mean how hard they were? I mean, they were always easy, right? To me. Um, Because, okay. Uh, okay, I spoke about this before, but I'm not going to like dwell on it too much but the old games kind of want you to play not play we kind of want you to have these certain pokemons going through like my my team was super weak right mm-hmm. fucking needle queen of butterfree and like a primate mm-hmm. like my, my team was not good i didn't have any of the competitive pokemon like alakazam and whatever um but i still got through the game just fine i've even as a kid playing the game super casually i didn't think the game was that hard every time i lost i was just like oh i just need to grind more yeah. Right, and that's just it. So I I feel like these new games is just it's not necessarily that they're easy. It's just more it's just streamlined. Mm-hmm. So it's just like oh you just play the game and then you you beat the gym leaders and you win. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you just don't run away from battles and fight the trainers that you need to fight, you're gonna be as leveled as you need to be. Mm-hmm. Right. You know that uh, like I know people don't like having exp share on. Oh yeah, because now it's a permanent feature, right? Yeah, but um, I'd rather have it that way, because then like all your Pokemon are the same level. Yeah. And like, you don't really have to worry about it as much. Yeah. I. It's funny that people complain about that because the main complaint I see about the EXP share being permanently on mm-hmm. is that it ruins Nuzlocks, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that's such a minority of people who actually attempt Nuzlocks. Yeah, like what? Chi- like what kind of? whose children like yeah Who, what general audience is gonna play this game like i'm gonna impose these several challenges on me mm-hmm. casually right mm-hmm. i'm sure like there's gonna be lots of people who are by again minority yeah I, that's what i feel and i feel like that's what game freak is deciding when they do this, some of this stuff mm-hmm. exps are being permanently on that's very easy for kids 
and it helps you generally in just leveling all your Pokemon at once. Mm-hmm. Um, they when they introduced EXP share, I don't think it was ever meant to be off. Hmm. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I uh, mean, when when it was introduced, it was an item at first. Yeah, it was an item. But I don't think it was ever meant to be not put on a Pokemon. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, well, even then, it's like even when you wanted to use EXP share. You would go through the Elite Four, right? Yeah. You take a Pokemon that's like level five. And then you just go, you just grind through Elite Four several times. Yeah. Which isn't very efficient, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't you rather just have everyone get the same thing? Yeah. Run through the Elite Four and then everyone is still getting EXP, even though they didn't like really battle. Like, yeah. so, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's bad necessarily. Like, like, I get people complaining, like, we can't turn it off, but. It's kind of what the game was designed around. It like and it's been like that. It's just that we had the option to turn it off, but there wasn't a reason not to. Mm-hmm. So taking the option away, it's like, yeah, like technically, yes, we're taking the feature away, right? Mm-hmm. But again, does it really impact the gameplay? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, and like. I don't want to be like a Game Freak apologist. I think there's lots of legitimate complaints about this game. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the performance issues in that game mm-hmm. that we've seen so far. Yeah. I think that's legitimate. Yeah. Uh, it shouldn't chug that hard on this, on a Switch. Mm-hmm. And I think that the main issue with that is the fact that it is an open world game. And Game Freak was not ready to make an open world game. I don't think... But po- it's not even open world. It's not even true open world, right? Yeah. It's just like you, you go in this and it's just an expansive area. But... I just I don't think Game Freak was ready to make an open world game. I don't think Pokemon was ever meant to be open world, honestly. Yeah. That, that that's just my opinion. I know people like really want like a uh a Pokemon open world game or like a Pokemon MMO, but I don't think it was ever meant to be like that. I think it worked really well in Let's Go Pikachu, mm-hmm. where you could see the Pokemon in the grass. Yeah, like I think that worked pretty well. Well, Let's Go Pikachu was like a super kids game though. Yeah, but no, but I. I think yeah. that that worked okay. It's like, yeah. especially like trying to farm shiny Pokemon. Yeah. I think it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was real kitty game, yeah. like super kitty, mm. but like it wasn't necessarily a bad game. Yeah. It's, I mean, I didn't finish it. So, <laughs> but I mean, if you've played yellow and if you've played red and blue, and you basically play Let's Go, but yeah, you, Let's Go is just easier. Yeah, so if you played Red, Blue, if you played Fire, Red, Leaf, Green, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times we got to go back to Kanto, you know? Yeah. Kanto's cool and all, but... Like, Where is my Sinnoh remake? <laughs> uh, I'd love to go back to Sinnoh. I, lo- I love... <laughs> I want to see HD Cynthia. <laughs> Priorities, I have it. Anyways. Um, I'd love to hear the music again. Mm-hmm. But... Like to me, it's it, it's kind of weird that people are complaining about the like some of this decision. Like again, a lot of decisions legitimate. The performance issues, some of the animation, I guess, is legitimate. I don't think a lot is. Like, yes, they're reusing a lot of animations, but yeah. it's literally always been like that. That's how that's how I always picture. Whenever Game Freak decides uh, uh, something, mm-hmm. like, does it really hurt the game? And most of the time, the answer is no. Like, like yes, they're taking away features. They're, they took away Z moves and Mega Evolutions. They took away partner Pokemon again. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Uh, they keep 
taking away and reintroducing new mechanics and taking away and reintroducing new mechanics right yeah and like i and i get the complaints about it like i i wish some of the mechanics keep returns keep returning like i wish we had part of pokemon i really enjoy like they poke at me right just actually interact with the pokemon mm-hmm. a lot I um I mean it's still gonna be around. Yeah, it's still gonna be around, but uh I miss like some of the old ways they did stuff. Like the X and Y, the communicator they had on that, mm-hmm. I felt was very easy to play other people on. Mm-hmm. While uh Sun and Moon did not have that. <laughs> you had to go through the and... carnival or festival or whatever. I thought black and white two did it really well. Mm-hmm. Like I wish um the other games where you introduced the PWT, the Pokemon tournament thing. Mm-hmm. But no, they, they just don't. I wish some of the end games were better and were introduced. I wish Battle Frontier was back, but they mm-hmm. don't. Um, but in the end, it doesn't affect how the game builds up to the end. Mm-hmm. All the things I talked about, like, yes, they're features, but most of it's either end game features or just like things that was convenient. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, which I get that it, like people complain about not it coming back. But what I get from the philosophy of them making games is that each new Pokemon game should feel new, right? Mm-hmm. They should always reinvent the wheel. <laughs> but you can't do that if you're going to put in old Pokemon. I mean, you can. They did that with Unova and like... uh, Well, not Unova, Black and White 2 in particular. I feel like... Yeah, like there's a difference between making it feel new and then like, you know, mm-hmm. making it feel completely like... Like a different thing altogether. Yeah. Well, like, look at it this way. Like, uh, in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, right? Mm-hmm. They lock out a bunch of the Pokemon until after you beat the Elite Four. Mm-hmm. And that's for good reason, because... But although, that was, like, how it was in Emerald, too. Yeah, that's how it was in Emerald, also. But that's for good reason, because they don't want you to go out of your way to catch all these other Pokemon, or, like, to actually have access to some of these pokemon until you're done with the game well yeah but that makes sense to me because it's just like this is what i don't understand about people who play pokemon like this right Mm -hmm. it's like do you want do you want all these obviously i would think Mm -hmm. right that you don't want all of these all like 800 900 pokemon Mm -hmm. at the start because that's crazy yeah. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense. And like, why would you use the new Pokemon if you had like all these old Pokemon, like your favorites? Yeah. Right. Like it. They, they want you to experience new Pokemon. Yeah. Right? To catch the new Pokemon and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and and to me, it's always like if you like those old Pokemon, just mm-hmm. play those games again. Yeah. Like then you can experience that the that same world all over again. Yeah, don't don't buy Sword and Shield. <laughs> yeah, if it's not what you're looking for, do not buy it. Yeah, you really have your voice be heard with the money you're not spending on the game. Mm-hmm. Like, like people love like Heart Gold and Soul Silver. I keep hearing praise of that game. Like I think it's all right, right? But mm-hmm. I guess hot take, slightly, but, uh, but. If you really like, don't care about Sword and Shield, just play Heart Gold and Soul Silver again. I mean, play Heart- Omega Ruby is Alpha Sapphire uh-huh. again. Heart Gold, Heart Gold, and Soul Silver have 
what I want in a Pokemon game. Yeah, I it, I wish we revisited uh, regions. Yeah, like that was the best decision, uh, Gold and Silver has ever made. But we they never yeah. did it again except for Gold Soul Silver. I really liked the Pokenav, mm-hmm. even though nobody or the Poke Gear. Yeah, even though people didn't really dig it. Whatever, mm. it's fine. <laughs> I liked the radio. Mm-hmm. I liked being able to change the music. Yeah. I liked the part the partner Pokemon. The graphics were good. Yep. The, like you could still go to like um other regions and stuff. Yeah. Like I remember when um when X and Y came out and there was this one area that had a train, right? Mm-hmm. And it was never used. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh maybe this is like Hoenn DLC, right? Yeah. And people were really excited for that. And no. No, that that, that yeah. what happened. Yeah. But I wish. Here's the thing: like I've always wished we went back to the old regions ever since Ruby and Sapphire, mm-hmm. right? And but they never reintroduced those on uh, that um that feature. But and, did that hurt the other games? No. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like a weird. I think it's like bizarre because now they've introduced like alternate dimensions and like <laughs> mm-hmm. alternate realities. Yeah. And it's like. Um, Which were really heavy in um, the last two games with Oros and um, Sun and Moon. Yeah. Right? It was Very really heavy. heavy in the alternate dimensions thing. Yeah. Almost a little too much for me. Yeah. This is, that's why I don't really dig um, like um sun and moon too much because mm-hmm. it kind of was like okay like i thought going into outer space was crazy mm-hmm. but now we're like dimension hopping and yeah. that's pretty crazy mm-hmm. and it's a little too crazy for me i'm like i just wanted to catch some pokemon and become champion yeah. i didn't think i'd have to like like do all this which mm-hmm. is maybe maybe that's what will i don't know I'm kind of down with just doing some, some poker battling, some Pokemon battling, champion. beating up some local goons, mm. and then just being the champion. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of down for just some down to earth poker battling. Yeah, which I say when there's ginormous Pokemon, <laughs> but I don't know. It's just like, well, uh, from what I've seen, it doesn't even look like Gigantamaxing is that powerful. Mm. Yeah, like there's a clip going around where like a guy one shotted a Pokemon because you um one shot a Gigantamax like Pokemon that that the gym leader had right mm-hmm. and just one shot at it. I'm like okay, <laughs> people people take that clip and be sure like see the game's too easy basically right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I don't know the type of the Pokemon, but I feel like that might have been a times four weakness thing and then like it was it, it said it was super effective. I don't know the typing of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're like, oh, it was a times four weakness and like Or maybe it was just really fragile. Yeah, or it was really fragile, which is a common thing as an all Pokemon. It it's just something that like we don't know until we see the until we actually play the game if it's actually too easy or not. Yeah. And even if it is too easy, like it's it's a kid's game, it's always been too easy. Mm-hmm. If you if you have any sort of competence in the game. It's always going to be too easy unless you're a literal child. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and, like and that's why, why you, Nuzlocking is a thing. And that's like why you could play Pokemon when you're like five. Yeah. You know, you could not understand what was going on. And, and you, you still, still won. You could still play the game. Yeah. So. Like, think about like people's like first Pokemon game. 
And think about, like, do you know what you were doing? No, but did you play the game just fine? Yeah. Yes. Like, how old were you when you first played Pokemon? Yeah. Right? I think even if you, like, played the game when you were, like, old, mm-hmm. you did not know what you were doing when you are going in, but you still beat the game just fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you, if you had to, like, bring up a guide in order to play a Pokemon game, I have to question, like, what what was going wrong right you know the only time i had i I had the pokemon guides right yeah those like well his the pokemon guide was made for secrets that's also true yeah but i but like you know finding the reggies was really hard yeah because there were secrets yeah and then like <laughs> oh my god unbelievably hard because they were in braille. braille yeah like who's gonna know braille who what child playing a pokemon game is gonna play is gonna know braille yeah and then you just sit there and you're like i don't get it and it's like and then you it, have to like figure out like like i have notebooks where i'm like trying to figure out like <laughs> what it said and it's like surf use strength on like mm. fourth rock or something like that right yeah. yeah like the only reason you would need a guide is like for secrets but to beat the game you don't need a guide like ever you never had to use a guide yeah and so i don't know like the game has always been easy i don't know what to tell you guys like the only time the game has been like somewhat hard is if you played black and white 2 on challenge mode but you already had have one of the games beaten by then, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Like it, it's hard it's hard for me to see some of the complaints and justify them. Mm-hmm. Like some I agree with. The performance issues, some of the models should be better, some of the regions should look better. Right. Yeah. Some of the like it- like people are complaining about like the personality in each model. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Yeah. Like with they're with- kinda flat. Like, with how much money Game Freak has, mm-hmm. or Nintendo has, right? And yeah. then feeds into Game Freak. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I don't feel like there's a really good excuse for the models, like, being as flat as they are. Mm-hmm. Using Double Kick or, like, Tail Whip. Yeah. You know? Well, okay. <laughs> like That's those. the thing, though. Um, I forgot where I heard it from. I think it was, like, a corridor digital quote, and they mm-hmm. quoted something else. But, like... They have a saying that there's, if you want to have a good product, you need to have at least two or three things. Mm-hmm. You either need time, money, and I forgot what the last thing is, but I think it's like happiness, right? Mm-hmm. So if you if you have at least two of them, you have a good product. If you have all three, you have a great product. Mm-hmm. I think the problem with Sword and Shield is that they just did not have enough time, right? Yeah. That, that, I hear that being like the main the main thing that people are suspecting. Mm-hmm. That because they release yearly games, Pokemon, or have been for recently, even though some of them are side games, mm-hmm. that's still workload that they had to deal with. Yeah, and like this new game is coming out too soon before the last one, which was let go. That's why the game is like supposedly, I think, shorter. I think they said it was only going to be like twenty hours worth of gameplay. That's well, pretty short for a Pokemon game. Yeah. But I, I mean, guess. I mean, it's not that short though. I mean, like twenty hours altogether. Like even after the game's over. I don't know. That's that's just what I hear. It was like twenty hours to the credits. That's what I hear. Oh yeah. well, I mean, that's kind of long. I don't know. If I, I thought it was like gonna be like Goose Game, where it was like hour and like. I don't know. I beat X and Y in like twenty hours. I beat Ultras on the Moon in twenty hours. 
Like well, X and Y is X and Y is short regardless, but X like, and Y is kind of bad. Yeah, I I'd be <laughs> <laughs> like I'd be ultras on the moon in like 20 ish hours. Mm-hmm. Like I think the only game that took me a long time to beat was Heart Gold and Soul Silver because it's literally two games one, and like black and white too just because i was fucking around a lot in that game there's so much shit to do in black and white too i'll gush about black and white too all the time i think i think i haven't really been that excited for for a pokemon game um not including oros because i was very excited about that game mm. but x and y i think was just like was that was that point where i was so excited and then i played it and you were disappointed and i was disappointed yeah I, and that was like the first Pokemon game, mainline Pokemon game, where I'd been like really disappointed. By disappointed. It. Yeah. Because it was like, there's like not enough Pokemon. And it there's going to be 3D and like, no. Yeah, there was like, it was, it was so promising. And then it started off kind of cool with a neat story. Mm. And then Lysander comes out comes no. out and then team flare and then you're like, mm. oh. and then like you, you beat the game and it's like, oh. But no, no, like I said, it, it. But was it like a bad game? Like some people could say yes, but I thought it was a fine Pokemon game. I think it was one of the weakest ones, though. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it was a weak game, right? And it was probably one of the more weaker ones. I think if you had to average it out, it was probably like the lower half of all the Pokemon games, right? I don't know. I, mean, I don't really like X and Y. I mean, there's there's stuff to like about it. Like I like the the customization, mm-hmm. but that's like one thing yeah. that I like for the I like the rollerblading. Mm. That's kind of yeah. neat. No, I, I like a lot of stuff about it, but the things I like are like kind of meta stuff. Because when you see someone design decisions, they put in X and Y. They were meant to be features toward grinding your Pokemon out for the meta, right? Mm. Like, that's when they introduced the Destiny, not uh, IV transferring thing. That's when they introduced, like, the Swarm Battles, which really helped for EV training, right? Like, the the, the, uh, the Circle Subway was mm-hmm. the easiest way to hatch Pokemon eggs because you literally put... It wasn't the Subway, it was the Tower. But you, you literally put your character in the middle and just hold left all the way through. And you would just continuously run around until you can hatch your egg. Mm-hmm. Right, there was lots of like small decisions that they did in order to help you grind out the meta, um, which from a game design standpoint is cool, but from a gameplay standpoint, doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, which is why it's one of the more weaker games in general. Mm-hmm. Right, that's why I consider it like a decent game because I'm a certain audience for the game. Yeah, but if you're just playing as a Pokemon game, it's one of the weaker options. Yeah. So, when co- going into Sword and Shield, I have a feeling that as a Pokemon game, it's probably just fine. It's probably like, oh, this is a just fine game. Mm-hmm. It might be good. It might be bad. Who knows? We haven't played it yet. But I have a feeling that it's probably going to be one of the better Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the best. I highly doubt that. Um, But... Is probably going to be one of the better ones. I think that's one thing that Game Freak needs to get through, which is, and is the one complaint that I feel is the most legitimate of everything, mm-hmm. is that Game Freak should just spread out the release of their games. 
Yeah, it right? doesn't have to be every year. It doesn't have to be every year. Like you don't have to have. It doesn't Pokemon even need to be after. once per two years, right? Yeah, like you really don't need a Pokemon game every year. Like yeah. as much as I enjoy Pokemon, like it's it's really not necessary. Okay, yeah. I feel like people kind of take things out of perspective when they complain mm-hmm. about a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like people don't understand like not every single one of Game Freak employees working on this Pokemon game. And Game Freak is having this weird philosophy that the game needs to come out every single year, which again, it doesn't need to, right? Maybe they're getting pressure from like Nintendo or something to release these games. I believe it. Like, because I think the things that people don't realize is that Pokemon, the game, is an advertisement for the products, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's not where the most, most of their money is coming from. Most of their money is coming from the toys. Yeah. The plushies. The gifts. The show. The show. It is not coming from the games. The games is probably like maybe like 10, 20%. The cafe. <laughs> yeah. Is it, no, most of their money is not coming from the games. Oh my God. That cafe was so expensive. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, one, it's something that people realize where it's like, of course, they're not going to develop that much money for it because it's, it's not a great return of investment, mm-hmm. right? Or, um, and like, yeah, it's a complaint and your complaints are legitimate, but you need to put it in perspective on like the company itself. Mm-hmm. I am for certain that they are trying their best to make Sword and Shield the best game they can within their time frame and budget. I do not think they're purposely trying to make this game bad. I don't think they're trying to lie to you. Yeah. You know, that game freak lied hashtag mm. going around. Yeah. So toxic, dude. Like, I I think the employee, I honestly believe, I don't think it, I believe that the employees are doing their best. Mm. Right. I believe that game freak is trying to make Sword and Shield the best game they can within this deadline, mm-hmm. right? And the most legitimate complaint that we have is that you should not be making Pokemon games back-to-back like this if it's going to come out with a bad product, mm-hmm. right? And the best way we could say that is with our wallets and letting our voices be heard in a more civil way, mm-hmm. Right? Just to say that you you want the natural decks back and then don't buy the game. Mm-hmm. Don't harass people about it. Anything about the game before we actually go, uh, before we cut into after we played the game. Um, I'm excited to, um, to see some of the Pokemon because mm-hmm. some of the Pokemon that I've seen, um, are pretty cool. Like yeah. Corviknight, I think is a, a sick Pokemon. Mm-hmm. The Pokemon looks so cool. It's a taxi. <laughs> it is a taxi. Um, but yeah, it, it, like Corviknight is pretty cool. Like I'm excited to see like what some of the Galarian forms. Oh, not Galarian forms. What some of the end game Pokemon look like? Yeah. Right. Um, because those have always been like the really cool Pokemon. Like I wonder what the Dragon type is gonna look like. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, the glaring forms I couldn't give two shits about. Like, I don't care about alternate forms of Pokemon. I didn't care about it in Loa. I'm not going to care about it here. It was the same with Mega Evolutions. Like, I don't care about it, even though it was a super meta thing. And it still is. Like, Mega Evolutions, like, I didn't care about it back then. I'm not going to care about it here. 
Uh, so I'm not gonna care about Gigantamaxing here either. That's so funny though. <laughs> oh, but like I am interested in seeing new Pokemon. That's always been my favorite thing about yeah. playing a new Pokemon game. Yeah, that's my favorite too. Yeah. So and like just finding out like how good their Pokemon, the new Pokemon can be. One thing that I've I, I've been hearing though, mm. which get, which uh, was the only leak that got me a little bit worried, mm. was that the starters are all monotypes. Mm-hmm. Which is like... Oh, like to the end? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We haven't had that forever. I know. But it also like is like a little... I don't know. It's got me a little bit worried. Oh, yeah. I'm fine with that. Oh, uh, as long... Okay. If they're all monotype, their movesets better be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because they're, they're obviously going to have like the typical like blade ability or like torrent ability. The I was trying to think... The only game that we had monotypes for was in Johto. Yep. Johto was... The only one. Yeah, Johto was the only one. Um, we And every, every so often we get like a pure monotype Pokemon. Like uh, Blastoise was just water. Uh, Superior was just grass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samurott was just water. I don't remember when the last just fire Pokemon was. I think it was just Typhlosion was the only one was just fire. Yeah. Because they've all been firefighting. Fighting. They've all been firefighting. And then Incineroar, which looked like it was going to be firefighting, was fire dark. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, every, every so often we get a monotype. I don't know. It doesn't worry me too much um, as long as our move pool is interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I know the ability is going to be the same. It always has been. Yeah. Um, but if the move pool is interesting, then I'm fine with that. Uh, it's one of those things that I have to play in order to find out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know. It, it got me a little bit worried because I'm like, oh no, what if they're boring? But then I'm like, Typhlosion wasn't boring. Yeah. And Feraligator wasn't, it was definitely not boring. Yeah. Meganium. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the grass Pokemon always gets a shaft, unless you're uh, Sceptile. <laughs> yeah. But even then, so like early game, Sceptile is kind of bad. Bad. I mean, Sceptile's bad all the way through. Yeah. Out, out of those three starters, Sceptile's the worst. <laughs> But, like, he's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, so, so cool. Um, That's why I'm, like, I like Grookey. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I'm, I'm curious what their final evolution is going to be. I know like. Grookey's going to suck. And I... Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm not, that doesn't worry me too much. I have to play the game. Maybe, maybe they do suck. But, who knows? Until we get it. Yeah, I mean the the starters usually aren't like the best anyway. Yeah. So it's like whatever if they're not like mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. Um, I think the worst part about all this drama is that I'm not gonna get like a real clear opinion about the game until I actually play it myself. Because mm-hmm. usually when a game comes out, you can get see some reviews and get like an idea of what you like. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be hard to know if this game is for you until like a year after maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. And at that point, like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> the next Pokemon game will be out. Oh my God. <laughs> but maybe, maybe we'll get my, our, our Sinnoh, um, Sinnoh remake, please. I think that's good for now. Mm-hmm. I, I think we've got an idea about, how we're feeling about this game? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hesitantly excited to play the game. 
Was I'm, actually, I'm excited. Yeah, you're you're actually excited. I'm hesitantly excited. I'm only hesitantly because like, if people say the game is short, then it's probably gonna be really short for me, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt no, you. What? But you know, like you know how I'm like a hipster about everything, right? Yeah. Pokemon is like that one thing that I'm like, I'm I'm down that everybody is into Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like I love that people are into it, and now people aren't. <laughs> and then people are, and I'm very sad. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm uh, I am honestly very sad about the drama that mm-hmm. this has stirred up, because. A lot of the decisions they make is not necessarily new, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like I said, the fact that all the Pokemon aren't there, it happened before. It happened when X and Y was released, and no one cared about that when the game came out. It happened when Ruby and Sapphire never... Well, just Ruby and Sapphire. When Ruby and Sapphire were released, and no one cared about that when it came out, right? Mm. So, like, it, it's just... The complaints that people have is like, this is not necessarily totally new. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that like, it might not be permanent. It might be permanent this time, mm-hmm. but you're still kind of getting the same game. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, it, the complaints, it feels weird. The slowdown, like X and Y had a shit ton of slowdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, like performance issues, yeah. X and Y also had that. I don't know, but I think people figured that was just like because it was a handheld. Yeah, and I mean, and people feel like there, there's no excuse for those slowdowns now because it's on the switch. It's on the switch. Uh, switch is not that powerful either. I don't know to tell you guys. Like, yes, it, it could probably be optimized better. Don't get me wrong. Like, one hundred percent, I do think this game could look better, but. It's not new in the Pokemon world. I think it would look good. If, like it would run better when it's docked. Yeah. Because when if you're playing on the light, then it's probably not going to look that great. Yeah. But if you're playing on a regular switch, on a regular it. switch, it's going to look great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, it's well, going to look great for what it is. Yeah. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We're we're, we're going to see it, right? Yeah. Very very soon we're gonna we're gonna see this and we'll, we might come back and be like man that game was awful. <laughs> yeah, we I might hope actually not. yeah we might come I back here and be like wow like, everyone was right. Mm-hmm. Not having all the Pokemon day all the Pokemon there really did affect the gameplay somehow. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Well, but yeah, I I think that's where we're gonna cut it. And uh, when we come back here, we're gonna tell you our thoughts about the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, see you guys in, for us, a couple weeks, and for you guys, a couple seconds. <laughs> All right, we're back. So, it, it's been like a month? Yeah. About a month. We had, we had Sword of Shield for about a month right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mostly remember what we talked about before, right? Mm. So just to refresh what we talked about before, we talked about a little bit of the drama and what our expectations were, right? Um, I think you also mentioned that the reusing models thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, um, so looking into it, they probably reuse the actual framework of the models, right? Mm-hmm. The extent of that, who knows? Because that requires more data mining. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, that's about it in terms of the drama-wise. I mean, okay, 
since the game came out, I think the drama has seriously died down. <laughs> like, I don't think it's been talked about for at least two weeks now. <laughs> yeah, nobody's really talking about it in that extent anymore. Yeah. Which, Which, you know, I, I I think I expected a little bit just because, you know, once the game comes out, like I said, it will probably have been fine. Yeah. And it's just like whatever. Yeah. Right? So I think I, I think talking about the drama anymore is kind of necessary. It's one of the best-selling games on... On the, the Switch. On the Switch, yeah. Yeah, not surprising. Still Pokemon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't feel like it's necessary to talk about the drama anymore um, than we already did for our last half, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll... Um, I think the only thing we need to mention is like, yes, they probably did reuse the models. Mm. Um, and the whole Game Freak lied thing, like they probably, it was either a mistranslation, they straight up lied, or somewhere in between with miscommunication. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell uh, because Game Freak as a company has always been kind of private about their inner workings. Um, like most Japanese companies actually, but it's just how it is. So I think we should just talk about the game then. Mm-hmm. So, we've had a solid month of having this game. Really, almost two months. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I haven't finished it. <laughs> I haven't finished the game. You haven't finished it at all? No. How far are you in? I mean, I finished the main game. I haven't finished the... Oh, the post-game the stuff. The post-game. I mean, I think you experienced another game, really. But I haven't even gotten Zamazenta yeah. or whatever. Well, you play swords with so Zacian. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, I I beat the entire game. I I think I've done, if not all, like ninety nine percent of the post game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't finished the entire Pokedex because I've always been lazy about that. Um, but I am in the playing competitively. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of just IV breeding and. Testing my teams out on Pokemon Showdown. And then we'll probably play in tournaments wherever we go out to convention and stuff like that. But um, my thoughts on the game, I don't think it's bad. Uh, it's definitely not one of the better Pokemon games. Right? I think I think the main issue with Sword and Shield is the second half. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the post game. The post game is whatever. Right? I'm talking about the second half from everywhere between like gym five to gym eight, where it's just like you facing against three gyms at once all of a sudden. Um, like the, uh, in our game, it would have been the ice gym and then periods and then, um, Raihan, right? Mm-hmm. Rihan. And then, and then you face against the big bad and then a champion and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So, for me, I feel like that second half could have been like stretched out like way more, mm. right? Um, but otherwise, other than that, um, I'll get more into that. But I do think what I do like about this game is the first half. I think, um, playing introducing a lot of the stuff in um, a lot of the new stuff in the first half. Yeah, you go in the wild area like pretty soon, right? And you give him more or less free roam of the wild area. And then um, you don't have to face the gym until like... Um, I think I was like around level like 20-something when yeah. I faced the first gym. Yeah, you're pretty pretty you're, strong. You're pretty probably. high up there yeah. once you face the first gym. And um, the first gym is also kind of high up there in terms of Pokemon games. Yeah. 
Like because most Pokemon games, the first gym is like what level 13, 13, 16? yeah, right. But like this one is like oh shit, all of a sudden level twenty, mm-hmm. right? So I was expecting going through the game like by the time I'm ending the game, most of my Pokemon would be like eighty mm-hmm. if we kept up the pace. That's not the case. <laughs> yeah, that's not the case because it's the second half, which was like, kind of disappointing with mm-hmm. the gym five through eight. Mm. Right, I because I, th- I think, like all the way from gym six, seven, eight, the final boss and champion is just level fifty to like sixty five, mm-hmm. right? Because all at once, and then it's like you don't have any real process of progression. You're literally just going gym to gym to gym, yeah, and battle, battle, battle instead of like actually going to these places and the, i think the most unfortunate part about that for this region is you can't fix that in like sword of shield 2 because the map is already set you can't add more routes right i mean i guess you can but that has something that's something that pokemon has never done before in their sequel games because to, to me i think that's the main weakness of the game the second half i just thought that like I just it, it's kind of boring at the end. Mm-hmm. I well, not really boring is that it, it's things kind of happen very quickly. They're quickly all of a sudden. Yeah, like you're all of a sudden you you beat Raihan because Raihan's the last one, mm-hmm. and then there's some like weird like oh the president's doing this weird thing, and he's meeting up with um Leon because Leon's always late, but he's never that late, right? Mm-hmm. And then, I guess Leon's helping him with some plan thing. Yeah. And then the president's a bad guy, but not really. And then, then you have the final boss battle with what's it called, the dragon thingy. Uh, Eternius. Yeah. And yeah. then that's the end of the game. Well, you face the champion. Well, then, then the you face the champion, and that's the end of the game. Yeah, because like, like I said, like the second half, just back to back to back battles, mm-hmm. and it's just like you don't entirely have the context for all these battles, mm-hmm. but like you also, you, you, there's no sense of progression really, because you're just fighting trainers the yeah. entire time. You don't actually travel to any of the places really, because from uh, in our game is the ice gym. I think in no, our game is the earth gym in sword. Yeah, it was with Gordy. Yeah, and then in shield is the ice gym. Our game with Gordy, and then after Gordy is literally a straight line to Piers, mm-hmm. and then Piers you go backtrack into Raihan, and after you beat Raihan, you're literally in that same area until you fight Rose. No, and until you fight the go into um what's it called, Winden. The the final arena place. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then you go to the final arena place. You you fight a bunch of the gym leaders you fought before. Mm-hmm. Then you fight Rose. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I thought it was neat because they like to do a little mini tournament before mm-hmm. you actually face against the champion. Yeah, uh, that was pretty neat because like, it's almost like a real tournament. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's always yeah, it's almost like a real Pokemon League from the show, which is kind of neat because the entire, um setting of sword and shield is that you play you're part of this like stadium thing mm-hmm. um and part of this like league unlike other pokemon games where you just go gym to gym and gym 
Elite Four champion, which isn't bad. I'm just saying, like, it's it's cool for the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after you do, uh, uh, after you face against your previous gym leaders, you fight, you play against Rose. After you beat Rose, do you do champion? And after you do champion, that's the end of the game and post game. But that it doesn't matter too much. The post game, it just feels weird, just having that all at once. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's almost as if like they had a very solid base because I was really enjoying the game, uh, all the way from Gym Five, right? Because I thought like the sense of progression was really solid because like you you constantly keep leveling, mm-hmm. uh, throughout the uh, game, and I think the new routes, short as they may be, I think had really good progression in it, right? I I think that's the main complaint. For a lot of the games, uh, a lot of the problems with this game is like it's, it's short. And my main complaint is the second half, right? Which is also an extension of it being short. I, for me, I think if I were to fix this game a little bit, it would just be like a span on the routes just a little bit. And then make the second half from Gym 5 to Gym 8 a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we kind of know at this point, like... Game Freak was kind of on a tight schedule for this game. So it was released earlier than needed to be. And I want to mention from uh, our first half when we mentioned about the, the drama and whatever. And how like the games shouldn't be released every year, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Mother's Basement, Jeff, uh, actually put up an interesting video about that. How Pokemon itself is not really just a... Um, it's not just a game. Mm-hmm. Is like a franchise thing, and the game is just like a, like a small peg mm-hmm. in the entire system. But if you don't release the game at that time, literally everything else is gonna be backtracked, which is why they have to rush the release sometimes. Mm. So, like, I get why the game was released this way. I still think they should reschedule a lot of the releases, at least for future stuff. Try to make it more paced out instead of trying to do it every year. But I, I more understand why it's the case now. That said, I think it's probably the fourth worst, like right in the middle, right below the middle of the Pokemon gens. What I, do you think? I don't know. I, it's not. It just doesn't like get me excited about Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, they're like they have. I mean, I was excited in the beginning. I think it was fun just going through each of the areas to, in the stadium, having a crowd cheer for you. You being like kind of a contestant in this entire big thing. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, I like seeing new Pokemon yeah. always, but there weren't wa- there weren't that many new Pokemon. Yeah. Like there was a bunch of old Pokemon, and not like old Pokemon that people liked. Like old Pokemon that people don't like. Like Garbodor and like, um, I don't know that. It's like, like, what was it? Maractus. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes Maractus. Yeah, the, the. I don't know. I don't mind seeing old Pokemon, but I would like to see more new Pokemon, at least a little bit more spread out. There was, it was, and it was also hard to find new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like, you could find old Pokemon pretty easily, especially you can find in old the, Pokemon super easy, like, especially in the wild area. Especially in the, in the wild area, but, like, um, finding new Pokemon was surprisingly difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I tried really hard to have my team be all, all new, new. Mm-hmm. but even doing that was hard mm-hmm. because it was hard to find the new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, um, now they have they introduced more like Galarian forms, mm-hmm. like Alolan forms, mm-hmm. but for the Galar region. Also, like, is it just me or like I feel like the town names I don't remember any of them. Uh, I remember some of them. I I, I don't remember any of them. Yeah, like, I, I I remember some of them because I have to go back to them every so often, like Winden, because mm. that's where the battle tower is. Yeah. Um, but. Most of my time in the game, especially uh, competitive-wise, is spent in the wild area. Yeah. Because wild area has a breeding area. I know there's a breeding area and thinking... I forgot the name already. But you, you you spend most of your time in the breeding area in the wild area. Mm-hmm. You spend most of your time doing raids in the wild area because that's the only place where it's raids. A lot of the most rare Pokemon are in the wild area. Like, So 99% of the time, you're in the wild area. You're, you're, you're almost nowhere else. Yeah. Unless you have to be there for some weird reason. I realize I don't really like the wild area. Me neither, actually. Yeah. I was like kind of excited about like an open world-ish. I, I talked about this before with you and I think a couple of our friends. How I don't believe Pokemon should be open world. Yeah. Uh, I think Pokemon is, is at, at its best when it's linear. Yeah. And you have that sense of like progression. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a typical JRPG. Yeah. Um, and playing Sword and Shield, I think they did the open world thing as best as they could, but it's still not good. Yeah, it's still bad. <laughs> like the, the draw distance for things in the wild area is bad. Is abysmal considering that like we had, um. Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. where you could see things like way, way off in the distance, mm-hmm. and then, like for Sword and Shield, things just kind of pop in and pop out. Well, the pop in and pop out, at least for the Pokemon, I understand, because if you don't do that, you have a bunch of models just everywhere roaming around. Um, I found the pop in and pop out not as much as an issue unless they're literally off camera, but there's nothing you could do about that. I mean, I don't mind the Pokemon popping in and out. Yeah. I I especially mind that trees, Mm -hmm. like berry trees, pop in and out. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to get pretty close to a berry tree in order to, like, see that it's there. Mm -hmm. Like, the three berry trees underneath the the bridge bridge, thing. It's like, you gotta get really close to see that they're there. Yeah, I see what you mean. And it's kind of, like, really annoying if you're trying to get berries yeah. or if you're trying to, like, get somewhere, yeah. you know? I mean, I, I know what you mean, but I find I found the pop-in to be not that much of an issue. I think uh, gameplay-wise, at least. Because they're, they're always pop-in, like, far enough that you can always react and you know what's there. Well, right? yeah, I mean, yeah, like, gameplay-wise. Yeah, gameplay-wise, fine. It's fine, but I'm, I'm saying as... A game <laughs> it shouldn't pop in and out like that like that's kind of crazy you mm. have a game on the switch which we know that can we know that can it can do that yeah you know that that draw distance shouldn't be that much of an issue and yet it is yeah like i'm not saying that it's a game breaking thing and i'm not saying that like oh it affects gameplay not really yeah i'm just saying that's not really something 
that should be happening. Mm. Like, I just don't feel like there's a good excuse for for things going wrong in the wild area like it does. Like, if you're playing online in the wild area, good luck. Oh, yeah, no, the online is awful. It's horrible. Just don't. <laughs> I mean, like, the only... The only time I do online in the wild area is just to do surprise trades. That's it, right? Yeah. I never do anything else in the wild area online. Everything I do is strictly offline now. Yeah. Like, your game, like, lags so crazy in the wild area. Yeah. I mean, Pokemon has never been able to do online properly. And to be... To be unfair to everyone, I guess, uh, I don't think most Japanese companies do online that well. Mm. Uh, it's just the way the the way it is because they like to have their own infrastructure when it comes online instead of just ha- like how we are in America have rollback netcode and like have everyone our online is very standardized as opposed to Japan where they like to make their own online every single time. Uh, every new game needs a different online system, which is kind of ridiculous. But it, it's just... It, it is ridiculous how bad <laughs> online is on the wild area. Mm-hmm. Like, they try to load in all the po- Pokemon trainers, but they just can't. <laughs> yeah. Everything lags, like, seriously. Uh, good luck, like, trying to even draw distance anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with that said, I, th- I think the wild area is simultaneously the best and worst part about this game. Mm. Right? I like going around and, like, looking for Pokemon and doing, like, raid battles. I think that's really fun in Sword and Shield. Mm. I don't like how how much it lags, how poorly implemented it actually is. Right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the areas are kind of empty, right? A lot of the areas are the same. Yeah, they're the same and they're empty. So it's it's like Fallout Syndrome, where like sure there might be stuff there, like oh there's a raid den here and there, right? Mm-hmm. But like most of the time you're just passing through it. I really you thought, know where you need to go. I really thought the wild area was gonna be more than one area. Yeah. Like I thought it was gonna be spread out throughout the games. Like you would oh here's one wild area, like a grassy wild area. Yeah. And then you go to another area, and it's like oh it's a snowy snowy wild, wild area. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. <laughs> Which then, is a shame. That would've been cool. Like things, like weather is so weird in the wild area. Mm-hmm. Like it, you, you go over like one block and it's snowing. Yep. You go over another and it's like desert, even though it's grassy. Really weird. Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the wild area itself doesn't make much sense at all. I, it's it's, it's kind of weird. Like trying to justify a lot of this stuff in the wild area mm-hmm. because you just can't. Yeah, I don't know because like like I said, I I enjoy a lot of stuff in the wild area because I I enjoy raid battles and I enjoy a lot of the the small quality of life stuff in the wild area. Mm-hmm. It's just not implemented well. I enjoy camping. Yeah, camping is fun, but you can camp anywhere. Yeah, so it, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you can't. It's not like you just camp in the wild area. No, you can camp anywhere you want. I like making curry. Mm-hmm. That's fun. But all the Pokemon stuff and like the mm-hmm. spending time with the Pokemon stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's neat. Um, I I feel like, I mean, it's not for me because you know me. I'm the competitive Pokemon guy. 
but um like I think it is a neat addition whenever you get to interact with your Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot more personal when you get to interact with your Pokemon. But they still don't have Pokemon that follow you around. Nope. And they still don't, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> they don't even really turn around anymore to look at you. They kind of, like, the models kind of, like, shift. shift and then that's it. <laughs> I don't know, I, I think small stuff like that, like, I understand why people complain that they're not in the game anymore, mm-hmm. but it's minor, right? I, I feel like it's it's so minor that I don't miss it, but I feel like, you know, so much of it has built up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Pokemon doesn't turn to see you anymore. Um, the animation for some of the flying Pokemon's not that great. And then, like, um... And all the more personal stuff, like Pokemon can't follow you around. Like individually, they're so minor, mm-hmm. but all together is like, well, now you're stripping so many features in the game. Yeah, is that it turns into bare bones Pokemon. Yeah, which it has been for a long time. But I think they did it right in Let's Go. Yeah, in Let's Go, it was you could see shiny Pokemon out mm-hmm. in the wild. You know, mm-hmm. you didn't have to run into them. You could just see them. Mm-hmm. You know, Pokemon could follow you around. You could ride on Pokemon. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, but let's go. Uh, like, I feel like they should implement all the stuff from Let's Go to this game in particular because of the wild area. Like, being able to see shiny Pokemon overworld is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. I understand why they don't put that in. But, like, being able to ride your Pokemon, being able to, like, have your Pokemon follow you, especially in the wild area. Yeah. Right? Um, I feel like they should implement that. Like, I get why they didn't for this game. Because it would have been, like, what, maybe another a couple months of programming and stuff like that. And the delay. Because this game was already rushed to begin with. But it's features that would be missed for a certain audience. You know what I mean? Mm. For you and me, it would be, mo- be missed, right? Mm-hmm. Especially you, because you... That's the stuff you really want in a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for the kids and the competitive battlers, then it's not that missed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I get why a lot of that stuff is cut. I don't, Should it be? No. I don't. I don't believe that kids wouldn't want it though. Well, kids would want it. I'm just saying, but would it be missed enough that they won't play buy the game? No. Well. Obviously, because people bought the game. Yeah, but so. but that's what I mean. Like they can cut that stuff, and it won't be an issue. That's what I mean by like every single time they release a new Pokemon game, it's how bare bones can we make it and have it still sell a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And then, I'm not saying that they're purposely trying to do that every single time, but they're on a schedule and they want to implement their new stuff first before mm-hmm. they reintroduce their old stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's been happening ever since like Ruby and Sapphire. Because Ruby and Sapphire was the first time they cut um uh a lot of the aspects. They cut Falling Pokemon and they cut the day night system. And they had to reintroduce it for Emerald, right? Well, technically they didn't they didn't have follower Pokemon. Yeah, they, they that's what I said. They cut Yeah, but Pokemon. they didn't have it in gold and silver. Oh, well yeah, because they had it in yellow. They no. had it in yellow, but mm-hmm. Pikachu was the only Pokemon that could follow you around. Yeah. So. 
But yeah, like um. So in Ruby and Sapphire and Gen the three, they cut the day and night system. Yeah. Oh, and they, they cut... didn't have phones and they didn't have radios. Yeah, and they cut a lot of the Pokemon animations that were very standstill until they brought back for Emerald. Yeah. Um, uh, and then when we went to Diamond and Pearl, um, they cut a lot of the interactions you can have with Pokemon. Uh, they cut contests. Wait, did they cut contests? No. No, they didn't cut contests. But they, they cut some stuff again, right? I think Diamond Pearl is like almost like how Silver and Gold is for Red and Blue, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, there's a natural progression. Um, this one is also a natural progression. But and then they cut it again for Gen 5, where they cut out contests for Gen 5. And they cut out having um old pokemon mm-hmm. until you actually beat the game right mm-hmm. which is i appreciate that but a lot of people didn't yeah right and then and the gen 6 came around which is um the first time they went into 3ds and they had to cut things again right mm-hmm. uh, no contest no hidden bases no um um there was no uh what was it You, you, you didn't have access to all the Pokemon in the beginning again. Mm-hmm. It was a pseudo-national dice cut, I guess. Until Pokemon Home. And then, what, Gen 7, they cut gyms. <laughs> but, like I said, like I think a lot of the time, they try to make it as bare-bones as possible. Introduce new stuff. And then, if they have time, they introduce older stuff. Mm-hmm. But they usually don't. Because to introduce a lot of the older stuff, you actually have to introduce more stuff from that previous gen. Which is unfortunate. And like I said, it, it, co- it comes along with the idea that they don't have to release these games every year. But I don't know, the, the more I, the more information I get, the more I understand it. But it's still something I disagree with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because I understand where the Pokemon company is coming from and where Game Freak is coming from with all this stuff doesn't mean that I have to agree with all their stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. This region was boring. Like... Yeah. Like, the setting was really boring. Oh. Uh, I think... Yeah, this region was probably almost as boring as Kalos was for me. Kalos was really boring. Kalos I was f- super boring. I feel like European places... On paper is interesting. Yeah, but in practice are really boring because there's there's not really much you can do if you're not gonna put in the the lore from those places, right? Yeah, like they didn't make a like a, a Nessie, mm. right? That people thought they were gonna be making a Nessie Pokemon or something. Isn't that just Lapras? <laughs> It is just Lapras, but like another kind of. That doesn't yeah. mean they can't make another Pokemon like Lapras. I I'm mean, just saying, but isn't that just Lapras? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, isn't Maractus just a cactus Pokemon like yeah. Cac- Cacturn and Cacnea? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't like Lilligan just the same as Blossom? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. I'm just saying. Right. And I'm just saying, like, it. they can always make another one, so. Um. But I, I, I just don't think there's no real cool dragon Pokemon that makes sense with the 
with the lore with the lore I don't know they never really had dragon pokemon that made sense with the region's lore well I mean but you're gonna be in the UK and not have any dragons in the at all like I mean okay the, to be fair though it's not like Kanto had like a Japanese dragon in it they had Dragonite which really wasn't a Japanese dragon it's 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 drag it's Asian dragon esque and you can't Kanto was the first one okay so give Kanto a break <laughs> all right they didn't really know where they were going okay they're just gonna make Pokemon that were cool when you when you go to different regions and you start having different Pokemon that are region specific mm. like Galar Pokemon right Galarian forms why don't you have Pokemon in the region that makes sense with the region right that doesn't make any sense to me you're gonna have a viking meowth but not have a dragon anything like it doesn't make any sense like <laughs> i mean well the dragon this game was dragapult right i guess you could cat count apple turn if you really care to but... yeah i get. i guess but like oh like as cool as dragapult is I like having tiny <laughs> dragons as part of your dragon Pokemon. Yeah, it's not really... It doesn't really help the setting of the this region that much. Just like Eternatus, right? Mm -hmm. Or ter Eternius? Eternatus. Eternatus? Yeah. Is it Eternatus or Eternius? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. We anyway, know what we're talking about. <laughs> so there's, there's like three dragon Pokemon, right? Mm -hmm. So there's Apple... Turn or whatever the apple one, mm -hmm. grass there's, dragon, which is an awful typing, by the way. <laughs> there's the drag dragon Paul, whatever ghost dragon, which is a neater typing, good then, ability, very meta. And then Eternatus or whatever poison which is dragon, poison which dragon. is solid actually. Yeah, so those are the three, and of the three, only Eternatus or whatever mm -hmm. is like. I guess that fits the region. I mean, okay, but no, it fits the region for Dynamaxing. Yeah. Right? It doesn't fit the region for, like, the actual inspiration of the setting itself. Yeah. Right? It's not very UK-ish, mm -hmm. European-ish, but... I mean, none of them are. Yeah, except not, for almost... maybe the Apple one, but I don't know I don't know what that has to do with buttered apples. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, they should have, but I think they already had the designs for so many dragons, and they don't... Pokemon doesn't like to introduce a lot of dragons in one region at once. I don't quite understand why, because... I, I think it's just because they like having the idea of dragon Pokemon being sort of rare. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I feel like they already had the designs for Turn and Dragonpult, and they already want to do a Dragon Legendary. But like, oh, well, we already have two dragon Pokemon out in the wild and one dragon legendary. We can't add any more. <laughs> I feel like they should have just saved the other two for another region. Apple Turn and Dragon Pult? Yeah. 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 They um, should have just saved those because they don't. I don't know. Pokemon doesn't really like to save designs anymore. They did for Gen 1 and 2 because it was the first game. But I don't think they actively save Pokemon designs. I, I'm not I'm not gonna talk about what Game Freak does and what Game Freak doesn't do because I don't think that's the point, right? Yeah. The point the point being that these are Pokemon that I don't think 
fit the region. Fit level. the region. Yeah, that's fair. And like a lot of these Pokemon, I think are cool. Mm-hmm. Like Clavopus mm-hmm. is really cute. I think Phalanx is pretty cool. Phalanx. Yeah. The. Is the, the one with multiple Pokemon? Yeah. Is it ball guys. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be like Spartans. Yeah. Yeah. I think I they're. I think they're interesting <laughs> i think they fit the region i think they fit but I, yeah. i'm just saying i'm like i think corvinite is neat corvinite um, is really cool yeah but yeah i some of the pokemon doesn't fit the region that well i feel like we should hold them to a higher standard in terms of like what pokemon fit and what don't fit but i agree that we should have like at least one pseudo legendary that really fits the area and most of the legendaries happen to be dragons, but... Yeah. I just don't think... I just think that if you're just going to have a region, and if you're going to have these different forms, right? Mm-hmm. Then make Pokemon that are suited for the region. Otherwise, don't give them Galarian Alolan forms. Or like Galarian Meowth and Galarian... Because if, if they grew up, or if they were... They evolved in a certain way, mm. right? Where they I have to, think, they have to hand. Wait, give me a second. No, go ahead. Before they had to like go through these harsh environments, right? Mm. Or they had to grow up in a different way, right? Evolve in a different way. Why? Why aren't other Pokemon more hardy? Yeah. Why aren't po- other Pokemon like? You know. Why isn't it more snowy? Why isn't it more rainy? Like, why don't they have things that are, like, synonymous with things in the UK? Mm -hmm. Right? The only thing that is, like... (laughs) I feel like they put in the the, the T one, the one that's supposed to be the... Yeah, Sinistee. Sinistee. I was like, that's kind of cute, because that's, like, stereotypical, like, UK thing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What else? They're not gonna put like the other the other the other stuff is with the the food. Mm. Like okay, curry. That's a UK thing. I mean, Grimstar was like Grimm's fairy tales and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah with Ippy Dip and yeah, it's like a Grimm's fairy tale thing, which a lot of them are European based. Uh, I'm not, well, I'm not gonna say they don't put any thought to it, but I feel like some Pokemon should have been at least a little bit. They should have been tweaked, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Dr- Dragon Pole should have been tweaked in order to be more of a European style dragon. And I feel like stuff like what's an, what's a good example? Like Scorch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have like a lot of centipedes in um, European UK or whatever, mm-hmm. but maybe just have something that's more familiar. <laughs> it's very like Asian inspired. Yeah. Says Scorch, which yeah. is kind of unusual for a region that's based off the UK. Yeah. No, uh, it, it it's. Why isn't there a new Eevee form? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I'm like, like that, like a like somebody's Reddit page, like, mm-hmm. just in one person right here. But like, why isn't there another Eevee form? Like, really? Um, if I had to guess. Is because they want to save more Eevee forms for introducing new mechanics. I would think so. Because yeah. they introduced Sylveon for fairy. 
yeah, for for Fairy and for introducing Pokemon, mm-hmm. they introduced uh, Espeon and Umbreon for the day night system and also the friendship aspect of yeah. Pokemon, and the rest of the evolutions were based off, not based off, were evolving because of the stones. I don't think they want to introduce. Yeah. They, they want to introduce any more stone evolutions. They want to do, like, introduce some new mechanic, and this is how the EV evolves because of it. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I had to guess, I think that's what they want to save it for. Do I agree with them with that? Not really. I think I would like to have, like, a ghost EV or something like that. But it is, I think, I think that's where they're going with it. This is speculation, so... Like I feel like this region has potential as with a lot of the regions. Um, but it it hasn't really fulfilled fulfilled its potential really. Mm-hmm. One thing that doesn't make sense to me is why there's Galarian Pokemon in the first place. Cause the whole point of Alone in Pokemon was like these islands are secluded, thus these Pokemon evolve in a different way than mm-hmm. other than Pokemon. Yeah, they're really invasive should. species. Yeah. I mean, they're not inspired by basic species, but that's kind of like how they yeah. were supposed to be. Yeah. But in Galar, that doesn't make sense, though. Because Galar is not, seclu- is not a secluded area. It's not island. It's part of a continent. Right? Mm. There's more region above us that's probably part of a different region. Mm-hmm. So why are these Pokemon evolving differently? Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, Galarian Pokemon doesn't make sense to me. It's not like a lowland Pokemon where, like, these islands are secluded. So, <laughs> I feel like instead of having Viking Meowth, they should just have a Viking Pokemon. Instead of just having, like, a a dapper poison wheezing, you should just have a dapper Pokemon. I don't yeah. know. Like, Mr. Mime's evolution. To Mr. Rhyme? Yeah, I'm like, why? Yeah, just make it make him Mr. Rhyme. Yeah. Like he can just be the cousin of Mr. Mime or something. I don't know. You really like Mr. Mime that didn't need another evolution? Like who was asking for another Mr. Mime evolution? Yeah. Like- and Mr. Mime looks scary. He looks even worse than he does normally. Yeah. And then there's Corsola and the Cursula, <laughs> which I'm like just make a different reef Pokemon? I don't know. Because, like I said, I don't understand why there's Galliforms in Galar. It's not a secluded area. I feel like I might have like, missed like a line somewhere explaining why Galar forms exist. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it would be enough to justify them existing. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. I don't really like Galarian or Alolan forms anyway. Like, the idea mm. of them. Because mm. I'm just like, make new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, it, it made sense. It made sense for, for Alola. Alola. Yeah. But for this game, it doesn't really make any sense why yeah. Why there are new forms. Like, I, I get maybe if there's new forms in... If it's like, you know, like super snowy mm-hmm. or super, super rainy, mm-hmm. but no, no place is super rainy or super snowy except for the wild area. Where you find Galarian Meows, mm-hmm. it's just some farm. Yeah. 
out just a farm. It's not snowing. It's not raining. It's very sunny. It's just a, just a place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and and it doesn't help that it feels like there's not a lot of Pokemon mm-hmm. in Sword and Shield, which actually isn't even that true. Because they added like what 80-ish Pokemon, which mm-hmm. is about, I mean, like it's not as much as we had before, yeah. but it's about average for a new three um, region, right? Yeah. But it's it just doesn't feel like it in this game, and it's I think it's just because we still have a lot of old Pokemon around. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like it's only 80 Pokemon out of 400 Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned before, I think people put too much value on the national decks. And if you like having a national decks cut, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right? At least for the main game. Like, yes, have a way to transfer your Pokemon in. But in terms of just having it in your base game, I don't think you need all 800 Pokemon. Yeah. But uh. I, I get I get why people are mad about the cut. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, oh, my favorite Pokemon was cut. Yeah. Right? And I get that. But I also yeah, I also kind of get where that anger is coming from. Because of the... And I said this at the beginning. Because of the Pokemon that they put in. Yeah. And how they don't really make sense mm-hmm. with the region at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't just get rid of, like, deserts, right? Yeah. Because it's just like... I mean, I guess they could. But it doesn't really make... <laughs> I mean, you're losing out on like rock Pokemon and Sandstorm. Mm-hmm. Well, just put them in the cave. There is no, there's no Sandstorms in caves. Well, I'm, I'm just saying you could have them as hidden abilities, like they do most of the time. Yeah, I'm just saying. But... I'm like, I feel like they should have had like a, like a marshy area, like they did in, um, X and Y. Mm-hmm. They had those marshes, right? Yeah. Oh, was that X and Y? I think so. It's like where you running around and then you get stuck in the mud. Because mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure... Isn't, aren't, aren't bogs a thing? <laughs> pretty sure bogs are a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like a little bit more thought should have been put into this region in terms of just making it... Steampunky. <laughs> I mean, they kind of had that for, like, the third town. I forgot the name already. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They just had, like, they're like, what's... What can we think of that's, like, pretty... Pretty, uh, European. Uh, steampunk. Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, coal, I guess. Yeah. Um, Stonehenge. I don't know. Beans. Beans on toast. Really quickly though, before we cut this, because I feel like this would be long if we keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to mention, I want to talk about the meta a little bit mm-hmm. of Pokemon. Um, with the natural deck cut, I actually like the meta a lot in this game. And to put in perspective where we're at in the meta, Galarian, Darmanitan just got banned. So this is December 31st. 31st. Right? New Year's Eve. But. Um, it got banned, I think, two days ago. Just to put it in perspective, like, where the VGC is at, right, right now. I really like the meta. I think, although we're not seeing, like, a lot of different Pokemon, 
we didn't see that many different Pokemon to begin with anyways. Um, but I, having a lot of the more problematic Pokemon taken out was a good decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meta-wise, game, uh, like competitive-wise. Uh, unfortunately, Stall is so toxic to play against in this game that it's annoying. And that's coming from me who's playing a Stall team right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's not a Stall team. It's a balanced team, technically. But I'm playing like the toxic Corsola, Ferrothorn, Toxapec. But... I, it's, it's so powerful right now that we need better wall breakers. I kind of don't like that they banned Darman, uh, Galarian Darmanitan, but I see where they're coming from. Anyways, I enjoy the meta. I like it way better than Ultra Sun and Moon. I think getting rid of Mega Evolutions and Z moves was a great idea. There was such a problem in the meta um, beforehand. And I Dynamaxing is an issue with singles. It works great in doubles. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's all my thoughts from the meta. It's not that complicated. I really like it. I see why people don't. There are some small things I'd like to tweak, but that's beyond me. Um Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, things like the the time. Yeah, the, the time, time thing. They need to they need to introduce more rules, man. <laughs> I think I think that's about it though. Yeah. Is there is there anything else you want to mention about Sword and Shield? Wait, where would you rank Sword and Shield in all the Pokemon games? And what two gens would you put in between? Mm, Kalos is at the bottom for me. Mm. And as people know, Gen 1 is at the bottom for me. Hmm. If we're just talking about games... Mm. Mm. The final version of each region's games. So Fire, Red, Leaf, Green. Diamond, Platinum, technically. Soul Silver, Heart Gold, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, um, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, Black and White Two, X and Y. Probably, it would be X and Y. Mm. And then this game, and then um, Sun and Moon. You think this is the second Dwarf Pokemon game? The final version of each region's Pokemon game. I I still really enjoy Fire Red and Leaf Green mm. for what it is. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of things I didn't really like in Sun and Moon. So put it in perspective on my side. Uh, I think it's Fire Red and Leaf Green because I still think Gen 1's garbage. Hate me all you want. Uh, X and Y, Ultra Sun and Moon. And then Sword and Shield. I think this game is slightly better than Ultra Sun and Moon. And then after that, it would be probably Platinum. I'll give you that. I think it is... I don't I don't know if it's better, though. Because it's... Okay, Ultra Sun and Moon? Mm. I think it's better than Ultra Sun and Moon. I don't think it's better than Sun and Moon. You like regular Sun and Moon better than Ultra Sun and Moon? I think the story for Sun and Moon is better than Ultra Sun and Moon. I mean, okay. <laughs> you say that... Well, okay, the issue there is because you're replaying the same story again <laughs> with such minor differences. But it, but they're important differences. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't really have Lusamine... Not be crazy. Not be crazy. The mm-hmm. whole point is that she's crazy. Mm-hmm. You can't have her not be crazy. I, okay, I see what you mean. Like, the small important differences. Okay, I see what you mean. I do think Ultra Sun and Moon is a better game, but I do see what you mean there about the story. 
I think Ultra Sun and Moon is a better game mm-hmm. and it's more fun, mm-hmm. but not having Lusamine be crazy, it kind of takes away the, the whole point. Like, she's not the bad guy anymore. Yeah. She's just like misunderstood mom. Yeah, she was like being controlled by the Ultra Beasts or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, mm, no, I want her to be crazy. And if she's not crazy, then what good is she? She's just some lady like i i I don't know so if if not putting i'm not gonna say the the final version yeah because sun and moon and ultra sun and moon are very different for you for me yeah because then it would be x and y because i still don't like x and y yeah no that's fair (laughs) i I think it's the worst one Mm. it's so boring Mm -hmm. And then it would probably be... Like, I like X and Y a lot because of the mechanics they put in, but I do acknowledge it's not that great of a game. <laughs> it would probably be Ultra Sun and Moon. And then... I don't know, because how, uh, like, how is better mm. in Ultra Sun and Moon? Mm. But Lusamine is less crazy, mm-hmm. which is a problem. So they got rid of one... They fixed one problem and then introduced a whole nother problem, mm-hmm. which I... <laughs> it's very hard for me because I think it's definitely between those three are my bottom three. I'm not mm-hmm. going to put them in order. Yeah. But those three are my bottom three X and Y, Sun and Moon, and then Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Those are my bottom three. Mm-hmm. The newest ones yeah. are my bottom three. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And for me, it, it's just right below the halfway point for me. It's, it's Fire Red, Leaf Green, uh, X and Y, or Sun and Moon in this game. I, I still like Sinnoh a lot, but it is it's not better than Unova. It's not better than Oras, mm-hmm. right? And it's not better than Heart, um Soul Silver and Heart Gold. So Oras was good. Mm-hmm. Oras is, I would still say is the best Pokemon game we have. What is it better than Emerald? Yeah. Is it though? Yeah. But the bases aren't the same. It's still a better game. So long story short, uh, give me my Gen 4 remake so I can get my Gen 5 remake. Good luck with that. God, I want Gen 5 remake so bad. <laughs> I want it so bad. I don't know. Like, uh, we mentioned before, Gen 5 prepared region. And I, I like all the extra stuff to put in. And I, I just want to see that remake. <laughs> it's so recent, but I don't care. Uh, okay. I think that's it. You have anything else you want to say? Hello. No. No. Got all out there. Sword of Shield. I think I've Sword of Shield. Point. Not not the best game. Not a bad game. <laughs> I still enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not I, a bad game. Yeah. It's just not the best Pokemon game by far. Yeah. I mean I still enjoyed it even though it was just like whatever. Yeah. You know? It was still fun. And I liked Hop. Mm-hmm. Um How How two point Yeah. But Hop is better than How. I mean yeah. yes. he you know, when you beat him you feel bad. Mm. You feel bad when you beat Hawk mm. because he's just trying. He's trying really hard. Oh wait, real quick, I do want to mention this though. In uh, Sword and Shield, Raihan introduces. He did, well, doesn't necessarily introduce. His gym battle is the most unique of all the gym battles because mm-hmm. not only is it a double battle, which is like whatever, right? That we already mm-hmm. had a double battle gym that mm-hmm. was in Ruby and Sapphire, but his gym is based around weather, which I'm like that is amazing. Because more gyms need to be like that. It, they don't need to be based on a single type. It, it could be based on a play style. 
And I think that'll be way better for gyms as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Have like a trick room gym. Have like a weather gym. Have like a gym based off like priorities or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Have a gym based off setup and then, you know, wearing you down. It's 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 something that I wish more games would do. Mm-hmm. Just try to innovate something that was already there. I, and just, I think Raihan is a step towards that direction. I just wish that there were just two different categories. Pokemon for babies, and then Pokemon for people who like Pokemon. I mean, they, they had that for Black and White, too. You just had to beat the game first. Well, I mean, like, just have Let's Go Pikachu. Let's Go... The, the Let's Go series for babies, right? Mm-hmm. Baby's first Pokemon. Yeah. And then have... Have the grown man's Pokemon. Yeah, have adult Pokemon for, you know... Have this children's game for adults, you know? Because all the people that grew up playing this game are all adults now. Uh, there's still lots of kids. Who still... I mean, there's still a lot of kids. There's, there's the there's... majority of the audience, sir. I, I'm, I know. I'm, I know. I'm just saying, a lot of kids, they don't need that hand-holding, okay? We need the Dark Souls of Pokemon. <laughs> a lot of kids played a lot of crazy games when they were younger. You know? Okay, I think I think with that said, we've gotten everything out in the clear for, for our Pokemon episode. Okay, so uh, this is a, a month-long podcast, I guess. Because <laughs> uh, I was going to upload this, but then the Pokemon Direct happened. And I feel like if we didn't mention it while we're like, what, three days after we uploaded the last one? Well, we recorded mm-hmm. our thoughts after the game. And I feel like it'll be an incomplete mm. talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield. So we're back again. Last time wasn't the end. <laughs> so okay. So the Pokemon Direct. What happened? It was just Mystery Dungeon, right? Mystery Dungeon DX, and then the a, expansion. Yeah, which is a remake of the first Mystery Dungeon games. Yeah. So uh, and blue. So to summarize our thoughts on Mystery Dungeons, we don't care. Anyways, the expansions. <laughs> um, what do you think of the expansions? Mm, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I, I, there are two people, there's two camps of this. There's the camp of like, oh, that's really cool, right? And there's the other camp was like, this should have been in the game in the first place, mm-hmm. right? So wh- where do you stand on that? Mm, I think it's a little of both. Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of unfair to say, like, it should have been the game in the first place. Considering what we talked about earlier, which was, like, they're all they're always on a time crunch, apparently. But I... Okay, here's what I think about the expansions by itself. I think the area should have been the game in the first place. But I don't necessarily mean... I don't necessarily think the content should have been there in the first place. You know what I mean? No. So, okay. Remember when I said well, that... Okay, but... But how? Sorry. But how would that work? I don't know. So, <laughs> if that's what you're gonna ask, yeah, yeah, how would that work? I don't know. Remember when I said that? Like, I feel like the second half of the game was super rushed, mm-hmm. and I feel like we just went town to town to town. I feel like some of the production of the expansion should have went in that second half to feel mm-hmm. it more stretched out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, as as Pokemon. Vanilla Pokemon Sword and Shield is Gym 6, 7, and 8 are back-to-back. 
and you don't really catch well you do catch like a couple new pokemon if you really want to but by that point your team's pretty much done mm-hmm. and the new pokemon you get is kind of underwhelming unless you actually go out of your way to the wild area you know what i mean yeah so that's what i mean by like i feel like some of it should be there but if you don't necessarily mean the content should be there i appreciate new content right I feel like the new content they're adding, I because we haven't had our hands on it yet, it's going to be justifying the $30 price tag, right? But I don't think um, Pokemon Sword Shield itself is worth the $60 price tag. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think the expansion is going to be worth $30. I don't think the vanilla game is going to be worth $60. Mm, and that's okay. kind of the my main issue with the expansion right now, which is like I do feel like some of it should be in the game in the first place, but I think it's kind of unfair for to have it there on release. Okay. I don't know. What do you think of it? My coworker asked me about this recently. He's like, "Well, what do you think of the whole thing?" And I'm like, "I'm trying not to get in it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to think about it." I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. It's just not worth my time. Mm-hmm. And it's a, you, you, it, and it's a Pokemon it game. Yeah. And I'm going to get it anyway. So I'm not, I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah. Right. Because it's a lot of like, oh, they could have done this and they should have done this. And, you know, yeah, it's a lot of could have, should have, but it's like, it's not. <laughs> I mean, but it's a lot of like people calling like, oh, Game Freak needs to be called out on this behavior. Like it's not acceptable. And I'm like, it, Game Freak doesn't care. Mm hmm. I don't think they care. Otherwise, they would do something, right? Mm-hmm. I don't really think they care like that. Here's the thing about Pokemon Sword and Shield and the expansions. I don't feel like they're bad products, though. I think... I don't think they're bad either. I just think that they're there. Mm-hmm. The games are there to make money. Yeah. And Game Freak is making money. Mm-hmm. So why should they care? Yeah. It's kind of weird because like, I... Most of the time, when I feel like outraged about a gaming company, mm-hmm. it's usually because like they're being like actively exploitive to the consumer base, right? Mm-hmm. But Game Freak, I like even if they're sort of are doing that by releasing like mediocre products, mm-hmm. I don't think like it's not. <laughs> how can I say this? They haven't pushed it far enough that I feel actually exploited. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like. They need to rethink how they're treating their products. Yeah. Right? I think I think it's it's coming to a head. Yeah. Like it's definitely getting there mm. where they're releasing these products mm. and we talked about it last time, so I'm not gonna go into it, but you know, but I think they really need to evaluate the products that you're they're releasing. Yeah. Because even though they're going to make their money back, you know, there's going to be tons of kids who buy Pokemon and there's mm. going to be a ton of people like us who will buy it anyway. Yeah. There's going to be people who are, are sick of it. Yeah. And, and don't want to buy the product anymore. So, and they're just going to boycott the company. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if Game Freak really wants that kind of publicity. Mm. And if Nintendo wants to be associated with a company that does that is like that you know what i mean yeah public image for a company is pretty important in japan but i don't think 
I don't think American public image for that. That this is a whole separate topic. I would just briefly touch on it. But I don't think Japanese companies really care about how the American audience or the international audience in general think of them. I think they usually just care about their Japanese audience, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean yeah, that I, makes sense. Yeah, I think they're they're coming to the point where they start caring more about international. Otherwise, they want to do like international releases mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and they want to like actively talk to the international audience, but I think it was still at a point where they don't care about the international audience opinion in general. Hmm. I do think like I in general, this is a very in general thing. I haven't like really gone in depth on it. The Japanese audience don't really care about Game Freak's decisions for the most part. Uh, I do want to briefly talk about like the pricing of the games, cause. Uh, a lot of people complain like, oh, these Pokemon games are $60, right? But I think I, under- I understand why where the Pokemon company is coming from. And I also understand like if I were, was the Pokemon company, I would also price these games at $60. And that's because they're on actual consoles right now, which allows for multiple save datas, which allows families to only have only need to have one of the games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the collect them all aspects, I I mentioned this before, I don't think a lot of people really care, especially the kids, who are the major part of the audience, care about the collect them all aspects. If one Pokemon game, if one Sword and Shield is shared between two people, it already is worth less than a console, not, uh, a handheld Pokemon game, which is cost 40 bucks. Yeah, but that's not... That's if you're sharing it with someone. But what if I'm saying... If you're alone... If you're alone, yeah, you're screwed, right? Yeah. You just paid an extra... You just 50% more for the Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. But I think that is a calculated decision when it comes to selling these games on the console. I think that's kind of a thing that we have to accept when it comes to trying to sell a game that's very focused on having a singular save data and training it Pokemon to other people. That's a decision that Game Freak had to make in order to justify any console Pokemon game. Or any mainline Pokemon uh, console Pokemon game in general. I think in a business sense, it doesn't make sense to price it as the same as a handheld game. Even if it does not have the same amount of content or even equal content. I agree to that. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to give a console Pokemon game the same price as the handheld one. Like, if you yeah. did a one-to-one port of Sun and Moon to a Switch, the Switch one has to cost more because of the multiple save datas. Hmm. Right? I mean, you could do something like have the digital versions cost less and then have the physical versions cost more because you can actually share the physical versions. Mm-hmm. You can't really do that with the digital versions. I think you can if your Switch is your primary Switch. You can share that with other people. I... The logistics I haven't really looked into. That's just a whole other caveat that you have to do with Pokemon games. And then you have to like, oh, but you get the digital version to get cheaper. You have to buy a memory card for that because the Pokemon games aren't small. And there's a whole other aspects to that. So I think like having these games be more expensive, it's as a Pokemon game, a Pokemon f- fan, it's something you just kind of have to accept. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Should the DLCs cost less? Yeah, I think it should be cost 20 bucks. That's me personally. But I get I, why it's cost 30. 
Yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel like there should be less. I think, you know, I, hmm. I feel like 15 would have been, would have been good for me. Yeah. If they were both 15 and then it'd be a $30 together, it'd be a $30 DLC. I'm like, okay, well I can do that. Mm-hmm. But, but they're, both, they're singular. They're both $30. Yeah. And they're coming out at different times, which I also don't really understand. No, it's a, it's a $30 pass. It's like a season pass. Oh, I see. Yeah. So that's the first half and then the second half. Yeah. You, Got it. Yeah. It includes both of them. Okay. So, so you're paying 30 bucks for both the Crown Tundra and... Uh, so we have Armor. to buy it twice. No. You buy it once, you get the season pass, you unlock both. No, but I have... Oh, but you're talking about Sword and Shield. Yeah. Yeah. We have to buy one for Sword and one for Shield. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, you know... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of really expensive then. Kind of, I mean, I, I've told you I've done the math on it, which was like, um, because we sh- we sort of share the games. Sarah and I share um sword, and um Sarah's sister has shield, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm also planning to play shield just so I have the completionist aspect aspect and have multiple files to trade out. Whatever you get the point. So in a way, we're getting we're really getting our money's worth, at least on my side, right? And then if we count the DLCs, we have to buy the DLCs. I think a total of four times if I wanted to unlock everything. So one sword for you, sword for me, and a shield for me, and a shield for Sarah's sister, right? Doing the math, it kind of that's what two hundred forty dollars total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's. Two full games, four DLCs. So 60, 60, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30 which is $240 total. Mm. But if you look at it this way, if we count the Alb Armor and Karan Tundra as a Sword of Shield 2, mm-hmm. and we count these as handheld games and tr- treat them all as 40 bucks, it'll be 40 bucks for Sword, Sword 1, Sword, um, Sword 2 for me. 40 bucks for shield one and shield two for me right mm-hmm. and then the sequel games so that would be it would, be, it would basically cost a lot more is what I'm saying mm-hmm. but not a lot more but it would either be cost the same or about 80 bucks more if I decided to get both games at the same time yeah cause each game is 40 bucks yeah so it's 80 times times three. Well, if you count, well, eighty times two. And oh, then if, for me. We, if we all had our our own. Yeah, because we have to have our own if they're on hand. Yeah, they're on handheld. Yeah. So that's the thing. Well, this is what I'm talking about. By like, we kind of have to accept these Pokemon that cost more because we can share save data. Mm-hmm. I've technically saved a lot more money because I can share both Sword and Shield with Sarah and her sister. Yeah, but uh, not everyone is in the same position as you. Yeah, but not everyone in the same position as me. But I'm saying a significant amount of the audience can be and probably is when it comes to kids. Yeah. Right? And that's what I mean by, like, if they decide to price these games as 40 bucks across the board mm-hmm. and then DLCs for cheaper, uh, Pokemon would be taking a general loss. It will probably, but Pokemon Sword and Shield will probably make the least amount of money since like black or white, if they decide to do that. But that's just my opinion. 
maybe the sales numbers are very differing uh, with what I'm saying, and they're just selling like gangbusters from uh, uh, no matter like how many times you can share the files. But I, what I'm saying is the, the mere fact that you can't do that is why they have to price it higher. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The pricing thing is kind of like a, it's a weak argument to me. I think the best argument they have is like this, this should have been in the game in the first place. But I think even then, it's kind of a, it's not the best argument for justifying, uh, for not justifying, for attacking the DLCs. I think the best argument you can make for attacking the DLCs is like it should be priced high, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's kind of like I said, I'm in a weird position with Pokemon and Game Freak right now, which is like I don't feel that they've assaulted me too much, mm-hmm. but I do feel like I've been assaulted by how little content there is so yeah. far. But. I think I'll be more insulted if I pay $30 for the DLC. And there's like nothing in and it. And it's nothing. Yeah. And it's just walking around the tundra for like... Wild areas. Yeah. Just, that's it. Then, then I'll that, be Then we'll be insulted, right? Yeah. Because I paid $30 to like walk around in the snow. Oh, the DLCs are cool so far. Um, I think the thing that most upset me about the DLC is the returning Pokemon. Not all of them. I just hate Landorus. And that's from a competitive standpoint. <laughs> Some people were, were mad that, that there's basically a $30 paywall for getting the legendaries that you want. Because all the legendaries are coming back. Oh. So what? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. This is, what, this is what I'm talking about before, which is like paying for DLCs and yada, yada, yada. But... The paywall is so minimal because you can literally trade in Pokemon from your games now. That's what Pokemon Home's for. Yeah. And Pokemon Home will allow you to trade your Pokemon in to Sword and Shield as long as they are in the game data. You know, mm-hmm. right? you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you're not, you have to pay $30 to recatch Pokemon when you can already trade them in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't care that much. Some people care. Some people really care. I don't know. I don't know. If I already have the legendaries, I would just train them in. And if you don't have the legendaries, then you have no attachment to these legendaries you're about to catch. You know what I mean? Mm. So that thirty dollar paywall is like, you you just get it. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like you're paying thirty dollars just to catch legendaries. You know? Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> maybe asterisk that. Hopefully, you're not paying thirty dollars just to catch legendaries. I thought there was some pretty cool stuff in the in the direct. I mean, aside from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which I just don't care about. Mm-hmm. But I thought the revealing of the Galarian um, legendary, legendary forms, forms was, was new. Regis, I think that's cool. pretty cool. New Regis is cool. I really like the Regis. Um, Although Shofu was talking about it. Did you see his video talking about the... He's like, I don't know how the lore works for this region. Mm-hmm. Like, why are there Galarian legendaries? Like, yeah. Galarian forms. That doesn't make any sense. I don't think they're Galarian forms. I think they're like, like a maxed legendaries. That's what people are saying. That's then, what I think. Yeah, that's what people are thinking. But then it's like they don't have the little cloud thingies. And they um, have the little cloud yeah. thingies. I, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, so people are like, I don't think they're 
Gigantamax, but mm. I don't know. Huh. We also already established that legendaries aren't unique anymore. Mm. You know, especially with um, Sun and Moon introducing dimension hopping, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We don't e- technically we don't even know if Kanto exists in the Sun and Moon universe. Mm. That's true. Mm-hmm. I guess that could be their way of justifying all the glaring forms, regardless of the point. Um, yeah, I mean, I I like the idea of the direct. I would love to have a more firm opinion on this. And actually play the game and tell you what we think. But I'm not going to wait several months to release this episode again. Mm. We'll just do a, a, a small update. Yeah. Once, once those come out, we'll, we'll give you a small update. But this month has already been... Not this month. This episode has already been like, what, two months in the making. <laughs> so... I got to say something before we go. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, just so people are aware... Or don't get butt hurt. I just don't like the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, I tried to play it. I've tried to play it like four times. It's just not your kind of game. It's just not my kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. just not my game. You mm-hmm. know, and people were really excited that you know they were gonna remake it. It's like fifteen years. Fifteen years ago, we released Pokemon Mystery Dungeon for the DS and then the Game Boy Advance, and now we're redoing it for the switch and mm. i'm like wow it looks kind of bad <laughs> uh i just never cared about the mystery dungeon series i played blue 100 percent of blue and that was about it so i don't know is it just me it looks bad the new one yeah okay it, it looks bad because the models doesn't fit the art style yeah they just put a filter over the models yeah it's the same models from Th- that's the game. why it looks bad i think if they matched the models with the act, the rest of the background, it will look better. But they are established. They're going to reuse these models forever. So they have to use them for the game. It doesn't make sense not to. Bring back Pokemon Pinball. <laughs> Bring it back. Just for the... I don't, you don't even need to make a, please don't make a new one. Mm-hmm. Just bring back the old Pokemon pinball. The, the Ruby and Sapphire the one? The Ruby and Sapphire one, because that was the, that was the best one. Bring back Pokemon card game. I really like that one. The Pokemon card game is pretty fun. Yeah. But Bring I, back good spinoff games. Make Pokemon spinoffs great again. <laughs> bring back Rangers. Somebody told me, like, they're like, Rangers you like that game and i'm like it's fun rangers was fun i don't know what the fuck they're talking about rangers fun rangers was a cool game you know rangers was sick shadows of alma you remember catching a deoxys with a top that's basically what it is it's like fishing line and a top Mm -hmm. i don't know i think rangers is a cool idea because you're not actively fighting a pokemon you're like catching them like actively catching them yeah and it's kind of fun i don't know it was a sick game sick i don't know i don't really care about mystery dungeon like that i don't Uh, think the gameplay is very engaging i don't like recruiting pokemon like if i were to rank like all the pokemon spinoff games i think mystery dungeon would probably be on the bottom half but it got so many so many games it got so many games i don't know people really like it it's just not it's not my thing it's not my thing either they should make another conquest i I didn't mind conquest i never got to play it so but it's too simple 
That's why I think. But it's a, okay. it's a very kids game. It's for babies. It's okay. Pokemon for babies. I mean, that's what Pokemon is nowadays for babies. But we're saying that because we're old now. Yeah. We're just not. Pokemon's just not growing with us. It's oh, staying. The I same. really, I really think the competitive for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Too bad they're adding new Pokemon to kind of fucking it up. But <laughs> I don't know. I I think having less Pokemon and a more selective pool of Pokemon to pick through makes VGCs more interesting. Well, it's too late. Too late now. At least singles would be more interesting now. With that said, uh, <laughs> I think I think that's it. Okay, now we should end it. <laughs> All right, we're we're ending it here. Um, I don't know if we're gonna. I'll just I'll just reuse what I said before. Cut cut to me ending it last time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us for episode 19 of Just a Couple Thoughts. It's been fun talking about our before and after experiences with Pokemon. Mm -hmm. I would like to hear everyone's opinions about this game in the comments. Like, um, because I feel like people are either way harsher than us or way more positive than us about this game. I think like we're harsh on it, but we still came out like, yeah, but we still like the game, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I would like to hear some people's opinions about this game. Like, what what didn't you like about the game? What did you like about the game? Because you you already heard us talk about that. Mm-hmm. So um, with that said, thank you everybody as well uh, for listening to us. Um, if you have any questions, you may email us at just a couple Q and A at gmail.com or leave it in the comments. I read every single one of the comments. We try to upload on Sundays. There has been lots of delays and stuff like that. Mostly me being lazy, I'll be honest. (laughs) (laughs) But um, if there's not a new episode on Sundays, then you may see it next week. I'll always upload on a Sunday. Not every Sunday, but it will be a Sunday. Mm -hmm. So with that said, I'll see you guys next time. In the the new decade, in the new year. I mean, when this comes out, it'll already be the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the new year. Yeah. Anyways, I'll see you guys next time. Bye. We'll see you in the next episode. Remember, stay jacked. God.